This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. Hey, Paul. Hi, Rich. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's uh, it's Grover. This, this is how I talk now, Grover. <laughs> oh, okay, man, I don't know if I can do a Grover. I can't oh. even. I can't even put a Grover in my head now. Oh man, he sounds a little like Yoda. Really, when you think about it. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it then. I can do Kermit the Frog, but I can't. I can't do a Grover. <laughs> I don't think. So. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, Hi ho, Kermit the Frog here. Kermit the Frog here. Yeah, you just have to raise yeah. the back of your throat up a little bit, right? Yeah. 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 You know, mess with you, you a little bit. Uh, do a little bit of the dangly stuff, you know. <laughs> Suddenly you're talking like this. Make any sense, you know. And welcome to our Star Wars podcast. We're back. Yay. It's, yeah. It's been a bit of we a hiatus it. for us. Right. Yes. For you, the listener, it's been maybe a one week hiatus or something, I think, right? Has maybe? it? Maybe. Did we not? No. Did we yeah, push one out last right. week? Nope. Did, we didn't maybe. push one out last week. You're right. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're right. No, we had uh, we had a. We had an unexpected uh, work stoppage. There was yeah, there was yeah. a there were collective bargaining disputes, <laughs> Tra- <laughs> trade uh, trade disputes. There was the, a uh, there was a blockade of my house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> blockade. Newt Gunray was like, "Hey, man, yeah, don't do this podcast." But he did it in a very like uh, <laughs> yeah Asian stereotypey way. Yeah, right. Yeah, like we, racist. I wasn't. I wasn't going to try to do the. No, no, we shouldn't. But. But the audience members can think of it that way. Just, just like, uh, dear audience members, be racist in your own head. Right. Fill in, fill in a racist voice. You uh, can blame George Lucas. For, insert, insert racism here. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and blame George Lucas because and that's, blame George right. Lucas. that's what he's done. He's, this is what George hath wrought. <laughs> <laughs> racist Trade Federation. So today we're we're going to talk about a couple of fan films that we picked yeah. out off off the air. We picked out a couple of fan films, and I picked out TK. What is it? Four four three six four three six. Yeah, which is a stormtrooper fan film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you picked out Mall Apprentice, which is yeah, obviously the story of Yoda's parents. <laughs> right, right. The, so. the the incestuous love story of Yoda's parents. The incestuous love. Story. Yeah. That's why Yoda is so short. It's right. you know it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, we kind of talked about maybe using this as like a Star Wars DNA type thing, because there there is you know there's obvious there's obvious influences yeah. to that. <laughs> but as I was watching these these little mini films, one of them was like twelve minutes, and one of them was like eighteen minutes long. It like yeah. it didn't take a long time to get through either of them. No, they were they were. They were short and sweet. I'd, I'll, I'll go ahead yeah. and say it that way. Yeah. But as I was watching them, I was thinking to myself that, like, in some cases, the the character development and the, well, wh- what character development you can have in 12 to 18 minutes, sure. you, you got in that, like, far outweighed any character development that you got in, like, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right that's the yeah that's so that's an interesting spin on that because i think yeah. you're totally right in that a rise of skywalker only takes place over the course of like 16 hours anyway right right yep but b is so busy 
inserting itself into the rectum of all the fans. Right. That it has no time to like think about people's characters, I guess. Right. I don't know how to right. this. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Because you're, you're absolutely right. It does. It does just try and like stroke the fan ego the entire, the entire way through that film. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the, the one that I'm thinking of is the stormtrooper one. And that we yeah. get this interesting tale of a guy who goes off to become a stormtrooper. Now, obviously, we know in the sequel trilogy, they're grabbed at a young age and trained, yeah. but we don't know a lot about the stormtroopers from the OT era. So this is the way that I'd always assumed that I always, uh, that I would always assumed that they had come about. Isn't they, that it's like enlist? They enlist, right? Yeah. And so that kind of makes sense to me. But the thing, cool thing that I thought, the thing that I thought was the coolest about this is that as you're going along this journey of this character going to the Imperial Academy and you know becoming a stormtrooper, you're hearing the Imperial propaganda yeah. going behind it. And you could just very easily kind of close your eyes and almost picture well america or russia or yeah, i mean great britain or you, there there's so many pieces here that to me in this one have that like that ring out with the like it makes me think of that that the uncle sam poster where it's like yeah i want you yep right to to join the to join up and list or whatever and yep and, and do the things right and there's there's only so many times in history or whenever when I think it kind of actually makes sense to sort of look at joining up in that way. Right. In other words, look at to look at it from the standpoint of like I am I am putting myself between good and evil to try to right. prevent evil from sort of washing over the good in some mm. way. Yeah. But they're few and far between, and which is not to, this, so. That's not to diminish the sacrifice that many people make to to serve. Yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, not yeah. at all. No, not at 0% all. Zero percent of that. But it. But it does. I always think because I don't think of it in terms of the people who serve. I think of it in terms of the governments who project the propaganda like that. Yeah. Yep. And ask people to serve. Right. Or or coerce or co-opt or whatever people into to, to doing that stuff or conscript. Yeah. Conscript. Yeah. The, because, because this guy, this guy, Adam of Bakura, DK four, four, three, six, four, three, six. Yep. He, he eventually he eradicates his own self. Right. Right. At the end he says, yeah. my skin is my armor. My face is my helmet. My name is my number. Right. My only goal is bringing an order to the empire by any means necessary. Yeah. I am just, I'm, I'm just an instrument of the emperor essentially. Yep. Yep. And and so like that that propaganda and the like the things drummed into his head as he's going and doing his things have served the effect of making him like because because so like in the in the clone wars you have clones mm. who don't have a chance to be a self. Right. They're basically only like there's, there's no other word for it. They're slaves. You right. know what I mean? They're bred um, to be what they are. Yeah. They like from the instant they're born mm -hmm. they're forced into a life that they don't choose and and they do it until they die right yeah yeah this guy willingly goes 
as far as you can down that route without actually having the, the slavery piece, right? right? In other words, yeah. he he willingly gives up his own freedom, his own perspective, his own whatever, and just sort of sublimates into the goo of the empire, whatever that right. is. He just sinks below the surface of the goo and yeah. becomes part of the, the beast itself in a way that he ready. And he, he thanks his dead like lover, girlfriend, whatever. Yeah. For for like empowering him to do that. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that fucking this particular one mm-hmm. slaps. This yeah. one, like in in both senses, right? right? In one case it slaps like it's got a groovy like feel to it, like it's different, but also in the other right. sense, it slaps you in the face with like the, one of the comments on YouTube was like this is probably one of the best depictions of war in Star right. Wars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, this is like everything else doesn't feel like war almost Mm-mm. for something, for something whose title from the outset had war in the name. Right. War was like at best a distant backdrop to everything. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, everything's so broad, such a broad stroke in yeah. everything that we, in all the films and, and everything that we've seen, we don't get, up close and personal with no. really anybody. I mean, there's moments like the Ewok moment in Return of the Jedi, but mm. even that, it's 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 fleeting. This is something yeah. that we linger on, man. And and it has her her death has the opposite effect of what I honestly what I have ex- what I would have expected. Had this been right. a Hollywood movie, this would have turned him to this into a turned rebel. him, yeah. He would have been a rebel, but it galvanizes him. It galvanizes him and it, and it, and it reinforces the decisions that he made. It like, honestly, it kind of rings true to to life then. Right. Because, because in my head, people who are extremists uh, in either way, in Mm -hmm. any, in any, in any direction that you can be an extremist, the death, death or loving people is less important to them than the thing that they are sunk into. Right. right. Yeah. Like the sure. like like the guy from Pakistan who who cut off his wife's head when she returned mm. to to Pakistan. You yeah. know, like for for him, the belief system he's sort of a part of was more important to him than 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 life itself of somebody else. Right. And and it, and like <clears throat> somebody's somebody's suffering and whatever further galvanized him into that universe rather yeah. than like him thinking wait a minute am i like as he's holding a knife to her throat like is this what i think is the right thing to do like it's it's like deeper like if pushes him further into it you know right right extremism extremism has that that quality to it of of like every every instant of life can be can be used as a fuel on the fire of i am consumed by this idea or whatever makes me think of a cult yeah you know yeah and and the idea that well things happen because you're not true to whatever you know whatever it is you know like the the answer is always steer harder into this thing Yeah. yeah yeah it's like the tailspin thing right when you're driving a car and you have a tailspin you're supposed to steer into the spin to yeah, recatch, you know, you know, catch your catch your grip. H- how realistic? How re- how realistic is it that? And I don't. And I'm, I'm I'm not asking this as a question. It's more of like a 
wow, how, how realistic is that? How realistic is it that like two diametrically opposed people fell in love and then, you know, he goes off to the Academy and she finds the rebellion and finds out something about, you know, something about the empire that she doesn't like and joins the rebellion. That's just, to, to me, that just felt like smart storytelling. You know? So, so one thing that I wrote down is before I saw the end credits mm-hmm. or before I saw everything, I was like, these two couples are the same people, right? Older yeah. is what I wrote down because yeah. I wasn't quite sure because their physical appearance is pretty different right? between the yeah. two of them, right? The, especially to me, the woman it is not clear to me that the that the older one is supposed to be the younger one aged right. a few years, right? But then I right. but then I wrote down after I saw, okay, yeah, these are the same people, right? Yeah. What I what I wrote down is like so it's part of the meaning here to say war changes you so much, you become unrecognizable to other people and yourself. Oh, is that cool. part of the sacrifice? Is that you is your is your unrecognizability? So when they're young and she gives him the thing and they're mm-hmm. and they're like saying goodbyes and whatever, like. I kind of imagined to myself then that neither of them knew at that moment that she would be a rebel. Right. Right. Yeah. That something happened after he left. Of of course it's been years, apparently. Right. Something happened after he left. That was a thing that got her onto that path and him on the other path. Yeah. And they like, what I didn't understand, or maybe maybe it wasn't clear. Maybe it wasn't supposed to be clear was like when his little drone catches a picture of the, the glowing stone thing, right? Yeah. Her, her medallion thing. At that point in the stormtrooper's life, does he know that she's joined the rebellion? Like, because it could go either way, right? Yeah, an interesting, uh, an interesting uh, thing yeah. to think about, right? Yeah, sure. I, I guess there's because, it's not made clear whether he knew or not. Because, because on the one hand, he could like he could know it, and just be like, well, we'll never meet on the field of battle, so like you know this will be over soon and she'll be she'll realize the error of her ways right right, right. That, because that's like an extremist interpretation too right that's an extremist would say i am so obviously right in my life about this thing that anyone who is not in that same place well they just they just need to see the light they just need to see that i'm right right, right? so you could almost think that he if he did know which I suppose is probably he wouldn't know because in my head, I was like, well, maybe they send letters, but like, why would you, why would you send a letter to an Imperial? If you're a saying, rebel. yeah, I'm a rebel. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't tell your boss. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just between you and me, just I've between you and me. It. Yeah. Just between you and me, Imperial mail service. Yeah. Cause they definitely don't read the mail that the, yeah. that goes to the, uh, yeah. The stormtroopers. Yeah, nah, definitely. So he, so, okay. Yeah. So I guess I'm back in my head now that he didn't, he didn't even know she was a rebel. Yeah. He didn't know, like, you know, it was her. He's just like, but she's a rebel, but then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the, my, my point here is, or where I was going with that was that like, like her, her joining the rebellion is something that, you know, back when they're young, neither of them thought would be a thing. Right. right. It yeah. was not, it was not a possibility on the horizon. Like she, she was like, Oh, I love you. You know, blah, blah, blah. You're going to Imperial Academy to like learn how to blast innocent people or whatever. Like, here's my necklace thing. <laughs> or, you know, now that I'm thinking about this, you could make a comparison to 
like say Nazi Germany, right? Because I mean, let's face it, the, the stormtroopers are meant to evoke Nazism and all that. Yeah. Yeah. The, so if you look at it as this, this parallel to Nazi Germany at the, you know, there's a, there's a period of time where like the majority of the people were, you know, backing what was going on or at least backing the government, maybe not the, you know, maybe not the Holocaust stuff, but at least backing the government. And so if you're, if your significant other is going off to war, you're like, oh yeah, go off to war. Right. And you're believing all of that. She probably even believed it herself at the time, but there's something, something happened that radicalized her in the opposite direction. Yeah. Maybe put her into, because I mean, they spend so much time, so so much time, relatively speaking, relatively speaking within the, within the confines of the 12 minute film, the, they spend enough of the time of that runtime giving us imperial propaganda you know yeah, yeah. just overlaid over everything you over know everything they, they call themselves rebels and we're going to eradicate them and you know we need you to help us protect your families and protect this like that's a powerful thing to say i mean that's used even today i mean if you look yeah. at like look at like some of these like militia groups and stuff that are out there right now that's their freaking calling card you know they, we're going to protect they the, yeah. Yeah. we're going to protect america we're going to protect american families and blah 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 you know from the dreaded gay agenda <laughs> from all of the gays everywhere yes can't have those guys around right or girls just kidding guys whatever that's you're not, into yeah <laughs> that's not our that's not our position that was me that was that was that was us just riffing on the idea of groups saying that that's, that's right for when I'm one of our for yeah. when one of our rival podcasts clips our audio yeah. and <laughs> makes it appear that we are anti anti lgbt in some way right yeah which we're not which we're not no i don't think we are but are we no, we're not. But, no. What's our? How do we feel about that today? Uh, what's our stance on the? I think. I think more important to know is, yeah. I. I don't think we have rival podcasts. Yeah. Like, right. Like, it, like here's here's the thing. <laughs> we need to cultivate some enemies, maybe. <laughs> think, oh, dude! Like, right. Let's get in some. Let's get some. Let's get some beef going. We should go. Oh, we can get into like a Twitter war. Yeah. Let's go find some other Star Wars let's, podcast. Let's go beef just, with like, some fucking, Star Wars podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. We're gonna get like uh, just just go out there. Your take yeah. on Book of Boba Fett is bullshit. <laughs> doesn't doesn't even matter what it is. Your take is bad, right? <laughs> we could hedge bets and just like reply to like any and all takes on it with yeah. that same like I'm pro Book of Boba Fett. Your take is bullshit. I'm anti Book of Boba Fett. Your take is bullshit. Right? Just <laughs> <Yeah>. like. <laughs> Your take is dumb. <laughs> Be with us. Call us out on your podcast. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. Say something about the great disturbances podcast on your show. I dare you. <laughs> I, dare you. I dare you to give us publicity. <laughs> so I'm going to go after all the big ones then. So just the huge, only the huge ones, only the big ones. Sorry, little guys. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. little guys too. We're, this is our, this is our strategy. Yeah. We got to We like, this is like, you know, some up and coming whoever trying to beef with Kanye or Eminem, right? <laughs> like that's our that's our goal. Yeah, we got to beef with the big boys to to get something going. <laughs> even if we get a dis, even if we hit a diss track, like at least we got on a diss track, right? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, any 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 publicity is good publicity. Right? 
So it's settled. We're going after Kanye then. Yeah, right, there it good. is. I'll go straight after Kanye. Uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about with the with the? Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, the only other thing is like, was that Owen and Baru getting toasted? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Which that was the moment firmly in the OT, right? <laughs> yeah. God, it made me think of troops because that there's the Owen and Baru make an appearance in troops as well, and you kind of oh, right. find out, yeah, find out how they became, you know, <laughs> toaster pastries. Toasters. Uh, <laughs> they're the <laughs> Tatooine pop tarts. So yeah, but that was them. That was them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's all. That's all. I'm all. I'm spent on this one then. Okay. Cool. So we'll talk about Mall Apprentice next, and that Maul one. Apprentice. You want to? You want to? Yeah, and this is all about a guy who wants to learn how to run a mall, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, my apprentice, <laughs> unlock the door at nine a.m. <laughs> Make sure you have good contracts for your carts. Secure parking space for customers. Make sure that the pavement is not cracked. <laughs> no one wants yes. to drive on cracked pavement. <laughs> yes. So, so the two of us doing that right now yeah. actually hits hits my very first note for this one. I'll do it. My, my very first note on this one is, man... Nobody except Ian McDermott should do the Palpatine voice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, clearly the two of us can't. Right. But also, neither can the guy who's doing it in this one. Right. I mean, you he, know, he gives like, it a good shot, but he gives eh, it a shot, but like, know. it's like the idiosyncrasies stand way out then. Right. 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 A lot of people who do Palpatine, they're trying too hard to match it, and it just sounds goofy and wrong. I don't yeah. know how else to put it. Like, this one sounded to my ear goofy and wrong i right. couldn't i was like Ugh, don't make it your own don't try to like do the ian mcdermott because you're not doing it yeah, yeah yeah it's it's impersonating rather than performing right and that's, yeah i think that's where the that's the the rabbit hole that they go down that yeah. i go down too you know i mean i do that same mm-hmm. thing and it's <laughs> not that i'm ever in the position of performing the emperor <laughs> you know but but like when I do my, the way that I get around that though, is I, I usually do lines that I've already heard and I can mimic the cadence of the line, right? Yeah. you know? So if I can mimic the cadence of the line, then I get closer to the actual sound. But if I'm saying stuff like, you know, make sure you pave your, your parking lot, you know, it doesn't sound like him because he, yeah, he never, he, he never said those words and you didn't know, say that any of the film. He was utterly unconcerned with parking. Yeah. <laughs> Give a shit about parking. <laughs> <laughs> space parking <laughs> space parking there's so much room in space why would you yeah. care about parking right right yeah. yeah it doesn't make any sense but this uh, this one is this one's all about malls like it turns yeah. out that it's like you you want to take it why don't you take this one because this was your, so this was your pick this, this was my pick and i didn't watch it before i picked it. i just googled or i just looked on youtube and i found the one with the most views oh, cool. or okay. about the most views or whatever right sure so i was like let's just see what this is all about right okay. so i i literally i i put it in the text to you and then I watched it earlier today. Like that's that was my process. And I got to totally honest. Like my 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 overall take was that this one didn't quite meet didn't quite meet the quality level of the other one right. in terms of like maybe trying to say something interesting. Yeah, but it definitely met the quality level of like oh that's some cool lightsaber shit. Right, right. Like kudos to these fucking people. Like 
they made some kick ass they really lightsaber did. scenes, man. Yeah. That was hella good. Yeah. 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 Definitely, you know, that's interesting because when I was watching this one, because I watched first, I watched the Stormtrooper one and then I watched this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as I was watching this one, I thought, man, we picked a couple of, of really good representations of Star Wars, right? You've got, yeah, you've got like galactic conflict, conflict. Yep. and cool lightsaber battles and cool right? lightsaber shit. Yep. Yeah. Like lightsaber shit, right? Like, mm -hmm. and and that, that was this was Star Wars and microcosm, right? I know, I know. You no know, political upheaval, cool lightsaber shit. Cool you know? lightsaber shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've like with TK four three six. I was in the oh, interesting. So does that mean blah 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 yeah. camp? And this one, I was in. I was a little more in the like one eyebrow cocked. What is that all about? Camp a little bit with <laughs> yeah. things, right? Yeah. So so for example. I like how Maul is just standing there in a ball of videos and all he's doing is like tetrising the little videos around. Right. He's not like, he's not, he's not doing anything. He's not accomplishing a task. He's just right. standing there, not moving. And then like occasionally just like moving a picture over right. on a slider. He's, he's not doing like a minority report trying to find details. <laughs> yeah. He's just, he's just like, he's watching 80 TVs at once, right. except he can't because 50 of them are behind him and he can't see them. <laughs> he's and doing he's not, space YouTube. He's not turning around, right? Yeah, right. So it's so like, what is he actually doing there? <laughs> I have no idea. Watching space YouTube, right? He's got to watch all his favorite, you know, space, space YouTubers. Tube, yeah. Space Holotube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that too. Like, and it felt like that part went on a little bit longer than it needed to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, if you're, and I don't want to be overly critical because I've never made a fan film, so I'm not going to, yeah. you know, this isn't like this, this isn't me saying, you know, you, you suck. It's just, you know, completely like at a level of yeah. whatever that I can't match at right. all. Right. Just filmmaking or otherwise, of course. Theoretical constructive criticism, I'm going to call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. How exactly. about that? Theoretical yeah, constructive yeah, yeah. criticism. I okay. I would have started it with Maul kneeling like he, like, like Qui-Gon does in Phantom Menace, right? While he's waiting for the those those uh, the wall barriers to, to open up, I would have started it with him kneeling, and like when he gets that alarm thing, that could be like on a panel over his shoulder or something like that, and that you could oh, like yeah. you could like snap his eyes open at that you know, or whatever, right? Like you don't need him to be doing the Minority Report thing because I thought of that too. That was the that was the first. That's always the first place my mind goes when you got people like moving shit around on a screen with their hands. Yeah, yeah. You know, I always think Minority Report. Then yeah, fucking Tom Cruise. God damn it. Anyway, <laughs> but I, I would. That's where. That's how I would have done it. Because I mean, that, you mm, don't need mm. you don't need three minutes of him, you know, jerking off to space YouTube, you know, or <laughs> whatever. Was, and again, to have the have the kind of not the greatest palpatine voiceover on <laughs> yeah. top of that just didn't it just didn't work for me yeah although so the the guy who was the actor for mall i thought yeah. did a great job he really did I yeah did, like you could you, he absolutely played things on his face yep you could you could read it through the makeup you know what i mean oh, man. all like it was the, Good his subtle shit too right subtle like, shit like yeah. you can see the conflict going on mm -hmm. uh, in him you can see the just he well done kudos to that actor for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Kudos to all the actors really. Yeah. Cause they, they did, they all did great stuff too with what they were, with what they had. Another, I think w when you, maybe you get a little too up your own, whatever about your cool lightsaber shit is that like, 
So when Maul kills that first Jedi, mm-hmm. and then the the other crew shows up, yeah, it's almost like they did like a Power Rangers assemble kind of thing, right? Because <laughs> like two two or three of them like flip into view, right? Right? But you're but you're like, why were you why were you flipping? Why yeah. were you jumping and flipping? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was no pr- what what were you? You were just until until you saw it Maul, you were just walking through the forest, right? But then now you have to like do a jump flip in place. Better flip into frame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the fucking Power Rangers team assemble moment yeah. there. Like they were posing for, you know. Why why why? Well, you <laughs> know, you know. Why why were they all in like why were they all grouped anyway? Shouldn't they? I mean, yeah. Doesn't that make them like tactically like a worse target, like an easier target? Like, just like if they're now, all right there. Now just throw a grenade at them and you're done. Yeah. yeah. Like, shouldn't they spread out? Spread out, Jedi. Yeah. Also, interesting that there's like eight Jedi on this mission to whatever this planet is, right? Right. Like, what's the deal with that? Yeah, we don't really ever get an idea of what they're doing there. There's no why. Although, like, Palpatine says, I arranged it so that they would come there. But you don't know, like, what, why they packed, like... They packed the the bus full of Jedi for this one, rather than just <laughs> like one dude and his apprentice, you know, or whatever. It was the Jedi tip line, right? <laughs> like, and somebody called Palpatine called the Jedi tip line. He was like, one eight 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 Jedi. Yeah, I have a I have a sighting of a Sith Lord. <laughs> <laughs> He's on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what planet are you on right now? <laughs> Space nine one one. What is your emergency? State the nature of your synth emergency. <laughs> yes, I have a. Can you hold, please? No, I can. Oh, son of a- <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I think that's a great bit. He called the he called the Jedi tip line. <laughs> if you see something, say something. Say something. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's fucking perfect. <laughs> if you see something, say something. Like I because you could because you could almost imagine like like at on some maybe smaller level. Yeah. The, because this is this is pre obviously this is pre-Empire, right? Yeah. You can you can imagine like the Empire equivalent only on a smaller scale of like the I want you poster, right? But it's like right. Yoda saying, I want you. To get tested for midichlorians, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, Jedi propaganda's got to be bad too, right? Yeah, yeah. Shit. (laughs) Like, do you or a friend, do you or someone you know suffer from midichlorian poisoning? (laughs) Call the Jedi tip line. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Jedi tip line. I think my friend is dabbling in the dark side. I think my friend's gone to the dark side here, guys. It's called the Jedi tip line. <laughs> uh, that's great. Jedi tip line. That's a good one. That, yeah. you, you stumbled on something there. That's comedy gold, baby. We're going to, we're going to, I foresee that coming back. The Jedi yeah. tip line. The Jedi tip line might have to be a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course the, the Sith would also have to have one. Right. Like in like of their own, like, do you fear your friend has uh, <laughs> worried about your friends showing compassion? One nine hundred Sith, or like, 
100 choke them or what i don't know something like that, right? <laughs> choke them, yeah <laughs> and it would be a 900 number with the six yeah, right it'd be because like a, it'd be a toll to pay yeah. for it yeah yeah fuckers those fuckers <laughs> but then really when you think about it there's only two sith ever right so it really it would just be it would just be <laughs> you couldn't be anonymous yeah you couldn't be anonymous vader calls the jedi the sith tip line to get to palpatine to like and it's just tell like, him about and, shit and like they just uh, if they they have that like they have that shift change thing, right? The, yeah, yeah. you know, like the sheepdog and the wolf in the, right. in the coyote in the c- cartoon. Yeah. Like morning, morning, Palpy, <laughs> yeah. morning, morning, Vader. Right? They just do that. And yeah. then like Vader gets off, off duty and he immediately like calls the tip line right away, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and they have to pretend they don't know who's calling or whatever at first. Cause, right. cause like there's only other one other dude who could ever call the line, you know? Right. Right. <laughs> And of course, it costs Vader money, but it doesn't cost the Emperor anything, right? <laughs> That's the kind of grift that the fucking Palpatine would run, right? It's like every just every second of Vader's life is like a fucking <laughs> Sith tax that he's paying to Palpatine, <laughs> you know, <laughs> physically, monetarily, mentally. Yeah. He is Sith like taxed to the fucking like he's gills. got his he's got like lightsaber as a service, right? Yeah. So I feel like. <laughs> If he turns his lightsaber on, it's like starts charging him right away. You know? <laughs> it's like a it's like a nickel for every minute of lightsaber usage. You know, <laughs> it's like a, it's like like somehow there the, like just some sort of like Amazon type like like incorporating of everything into his like lightsaber and his suit. You know, like space Jeff Bezos, which I guess is just regular <laughs> Jeff Bezos now, but space jeff bezos would would you know is is like in cahoots with the emperor to like not just like he vader has to keep buying upgrades because like his armor starts to you know fail like planned, planned yeah. obsolescence yeah. Planned, planned obsolescence of his like yeah. lightsaber equipment and, fucking, <laughs> and each time he does it like of course he has to pay tax on it so the emperor yeah. gets the tax yeah fucking and he never it's breaks out of that rut. That's son of a bitch. And just so, so you, so you just said Amazon. I was like, oh fuck, this is great. Because just imagine, like Vader's suit has like Alexa built into it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Space Alexa, enable breathing thingy. You know, right, right. <sighs> you know? I'm sorry, I don't understand that. <laughs> I say that enable, enable the breathing. <laughs> I couldn't find anything on that. What? <laughs> I couldn't find anything on. Oh. <laughs> Oh, fucking Emperor's always got a fucking scheme. That son of a bitch. He's always up to something. So this turns out to end uh, to actually be like Maul's final test. Yeah. Right? Which is interesting because now we've seen that a couple of times, right? Wasn't that in yeah. one of the comics as well? I thought and, that was one of the comics, yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean... Cool. I mean, let's do different interpretations of it. I, I, I think yeah. really what this comes down to is this thing excels in the lightsaber action choreography sector, yeah. but it doesn't. It doesn't have a whole lot of like it's not really story driving to tell, you forward. Right? It's not really yeah. driving you forward and other stuff. Yeah, which I've because I've seen other fan films in the in the lightsaber side of the equation, right? <laughs> and they're very much the same. They're like some of them have hardly any dialogue at all, and it's just like cool ways to have lightsaber fights and that's it right? right which on its own level is fucking awesome yeah right but on some other level you're like oh okay 
Okay. You, you kind of wish somebody would maybe break new ground with the lightsaber yeah. stuff, right? Like <laughs> somehow, like maybe you I, could find a way to like show visually the connection of a Jedi to his lightsaber, you know, or her yeah. lightsaber, you know? The other thing I thought about in this, the other, the other thing I thought about in this couple of things I thought about in this too is, so I guess, I guess part of this is saying that like Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi are pretty fucking good Jedi. Yeah. Because Maul trashes like eight Jedi in this thing. Yeah. By himself. Right. Yeah. And then, and then he goes to, he goes toe to toe with two and the Padawan kills him. Right. So that's, there's an interesting, like, wonder what's going on there kind of thing. Is, is, or should we just assume that Obi-Wan Kenobi is just like a really kick ass Jedi, which I, I guess I'm okay with considering, I suppose. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, all things considered, we kind of do come to expect the Jedi that, they're in the films to be like the top tier Jedi. Top tier Jedi. The Alpha the, Jedi. <laughs> Did Darth Maul and and Darth Sidious have like a Harvey Keitel like cleanup guy thing? Because <laughs> like there's corpses all over the place that the Jedi like the Jedi. <laughs> if the Jedi, of course, the Jedi like the Jedi Council has just dispatched like eight Jedi to this planet, right. and none of the, none of them are phoning home. Right. Oh my God! Yeah. Or oh, okay. Oh no! You know what? You know what it is though. Th- this this is it. Here it is. Okay. All Here right. it is. What if? What if this is this is the way? Okay. This is the way Palpatine should have done it. Okay. Is by arranging just for continually having Jedi being sent to places where they get like murdered or killed or died or whatever. Right? He's <laughs> yeah. offing them all the time, and he's just continually doing deep fakes of those Jedi <laughs> to report back to the council, like. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. the, so that at some point there's really only ever like 10 Jedi. Oh my God. But, but, but Yoda thinks there are thousands of them still. Cause oh he's God. getting like, <laughs> he's getting the hollow reports of like master Yoda. I've been on this planet for three weeks now and it's really bad. You know, get him out. You know what I mean? Like, but really it's just a deep fake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's fucking funny. No. What if it's okay. So you made me think of that. Like wh- when you're, when you're talking about he's sending Jedi, you know, to all these different places to get like off. All I could think about was like Charles Manson, like ordering deaths, right? Like the emperor is a fucking serial killer. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and does Maul yeah. like you could have, sure. You could have a Harvey Keitel cleanup kind of guy, but then maybe Maul doesn't get his trophies. If he is, if you do it that way, you know, like, Fucking burying him in shallow graves in the fucking jungle on this planet with after he cuts a fucking toe off or something is like <laughs> a whole lot darker, I think. Maltos <laughs> wearing like a toe necklace of the Jedi. <laughs> which would also would be which would be weird too, because you have other species with like different kinds of toes and stuff, right? Right, right. Or yeah. just like flippers and plant arms and shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like a, it's like fucking space and whatever. Vietnam, yeah. man. We're coming right back to space Vietnam. <laughs> fucking gross dude. shit. <laughs> Darth Maul is like the space Viet Cong. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Or the or the space like allied soldier that like just snapped and fucking made a necklace and of like, ears and shit you and, know? and torches a village or whatever. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, fuck. Oh That's some dark shit too, man. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Well, okay. Well, yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Good. Uh, good. 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 Glad we, yeah. Yeah. Glad we glad we went there. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, oh, oh, see, if they're going to make a movie like that, they got to have Oliver Stone direct it, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Oliver Stone directing a Star and Wars Oliver movie. Stone, oh, like, my God. Jedi, like the Jedi, Oliver Stone, Jedi Vietnam kind of thing, right? Oh, my <laughs> God. It doesn't even have to be Jedi Vietnam. Hey, the, like, rebel Vietnam on, like, mm. forest moon planet. You could do Endor and, like, have it just be like, yeah. oh, my God, fuck. That needs to happen. I'm going to write to Oliver Stone. Like, hey, he'll be like fuck off <laughs> you could tell he could do like a conspiracy theory thing about like the fucking emperor you know yeah dude because that's his whole thing this whole shtick is conspiracy theories anymore anymore so fuck. <laughs> well i think we cracked this one wide open <laughs> i think you're right i think you're right i think you're right so okay so i think it's about time to figure out what our next step yeah i agree and we- i part of part of me yeah would love to do another one or two fan films. Sure. Yeah. Or something in that genre. Like, I think it's time to keep the fan film door open or the fan fiction. Yeah. Door a little bit open. Right. Okay. Yeah. I like that. So that's, that's one step and it's not hard to find star Wars fan films on YouTube. That's the easiest thing to find on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Can't swing a dead cat on YouTube without running into a (laughs) star Wars fan film. That the space speed Kong. Trying to kill it. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that analogy. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I've got it. I've got it. There's Maul Poe necklace. God damn. <laughs> oh, man. So do we just want to do that or do we want to flip a coin or, or what do you want to do? That is my suggestion. Okay. If you have something else, we could flip a coin or we could go with what you want. But my, 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 my contribution to the to the discussion is like, let's do another one or two of these things. Yeah. Potentially. I, I like that. My only other thought was like, if we could find like stories in that tales from the empire. Yeah. That, Cause I really like those bounty hunter ones, but yeah, those are, those are really good. Those have been, those have been good. Like, yeah. Between, between the tales of the bounty hunters and the 40th anniversary anthologies. Yeah. Those have been like two, to a story all good right yeah it seems like short fiction the longer the the less time you spend like (laughs) swimming around in it the better it is (laughs) better chance of like saying something cool and getting the fuck out right yeah Yeah. see what you gotta say and leave then and dip out of there (laughs) yeah exactly no, I think I think we could do the. Let's do the fan films. Let's do a couple more. Yeah, fan films. let's do a couple more fan films. Okay, yeah. we'll roll Sweet. it the same way we did. Well, you you find one, I'll find one. We'll trade and we'll we'll go from there. Fucking right. Sweet. Right on, man. Right on. Sweet. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, then Jeff's of the multiverse. That is what we will do. We will we will come back and we will report on a couple of more fan films. And don't All forget, right. if you see something, say something. <laughs> see something. Say Call one eight hundred force ghost. One eight hundred force ghost. One eight hundred reportaseth. And similarly, you little you little Seth out there, yeah. Dial dial one nine hundred. Choke them out and accept the charges. <laughs> yeah, and, and there you go. <laughs> Make sure you steal mommy or daddy's credit card before you do. <laughs> like a, like a good little Seth. Like yeah. a good little Seth, you steal mommy and daddy's credit card. You don't ask permission. Fuck that. No. Permissions for Jedi. Mommy, mommy and Dad, I said, would want you to do that. So, right. yeah. yeah. Also, assassinate them. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's just like the only advice the Sith line gives is like murder and kill. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your friend, your friend is dabbling in compassion. Murder, murder him. <laughs>
You, your your parents have seem to have a wavering commitment to 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 power. Kill them. <laughs> yeah, your your little brother helped an old lady across the street murder him. Murder him, <laughs> and then murder the old lady too. You know. I I love the I I really like the the Jedi tip line. <laughs> But I really fucking love the Sith tip line, man. That <laughs> shit is funny. I mean, that that is just fertile fucking ground. Mm-hmm. All right. Jeff's of the Multiverse, thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Great Disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances and on Twitter at G Disturbances. See you later!